Unless otherwise indicated, all the names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents in these stories and audio narrations are either the product of the author's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental. The stories and audio narrations are not intended as a substitute for the medical advice of physicians. The reader and or listener should consult a physician in matters related to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. Mature content. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Zen Edison. I'm an intuitive tantric Reiki healer. I'm neither formally trained nor educated in being a tantra or Reiki healer. I'm just pretty plugged into the universe. And this is my calling, for better or for worse. How people find me? Well, there's word of mouth and divine timing. Here's my story. I have a habit of comparing life to tarot cards, and getting shot in the heart had been a nasty death card moment that Henry had said was part of my ascension on this strange spiritual journey of mine. It seems that there's no holds barred on what I encounter nowadays, which is interesting. I've encountered many googly mooglies that came in all shapes and sizes, but the thing blocking my path actually gave me the chills. My spidey senses were screaming, my skin tingling with cold. She wore only a white gown that moved like the wind was touching her, but there wasn't any wind. Her head was downcast and her face was shrouded with her long, limp black hair. And the moment her head rose and I saw her shining black eyes, only one thought crossed my mind. Isn't this the ghost from the movie The Grudge? And when that thing moved, I heard Henry's soothing voice in my head. Be joy! Wrapped in love. And I was. Granted, it took years of practice not to succumb to raw, naked fear, especially when it was right in your face like how this thing was. But at the end of the day, it's all about free will. It was about the conscious choice of being afraid or not. Because when you realize that everything in this world, in this universe, is energy and vibration, nothing else matters. Because no one and nothing can take you without your consent. And that was the reason why Henry and Howard didn't come to my defense, why they stood to my right, patiently waiting for me to finish up. But admittedly, she was disgusting and downright frightening, and I wouldn't have mind Howard tearing into her. Energetically speaking, love is a high vibration that overcomes fear any time of the week, and joy was right there with love. As I filled my heart, my body with joy and love, love for life, love for Mother Earth, and even love for myself. The cold from the grunge ghost slipped immediately away. I'm always amazed at how quickly these dark things react to love and light. 
The grunge bitch recoiled as if she was a vampire exposed to the sun. She threw her greenish-white claws-like hands up as if to wave me away, and in a blink of an eye, she was gone. I looked at Henry. Did I attract that thing to me? What did it want with me? Yes, I was asking him a question about the law of attraction because it's a given that we attract not what we want or need, but what we are. But he just shrugged. Maybe it just wanted your juice, sweetie. Maybe the next time you should carry a black obsidian crystal with you. I'm sorry, the guy with the flashlight said. What did you attract? I completely forgot about the man and his dog guiding me back to Wildwoods, but he was shining his flashlight out into the dark forest, cursing like a sailor. I never caught his name. What happened? I asked, looking out in the same direction as his flashlight. What's wrong? Damn dog just bolted. He muttered as he shook his head. Don't know what the fuck got into him. How the heck am I supposed to find him in this dark? I was actually thinking the same thing. The name's Han Keegan. I'm an NYPD blue and a former U.S. military veteran. I'm pragmatic, and I call BS when I see it. If it doesn't feel or smell right, then you've got my attention. I always trust my gut. Little did I suspect that my gut would be forever changed the day I came across Zen Netizen. Here's my story. You've been thinking about me, Keegan. Z murmured, a sexy wet smile curving her full red lips. A lot. She stood near the bedroom door, her dark eyes shining. Her slim body was luscious in a black bondage teddy, wide strips that strategically crisscrossed her nipples and pussy. She was like a ribbon waiting to be undone. I blinked slightly not responding not quite believing my eyes. Then, pushing myself onto my elbows, I sat up and leaned against the headboard. I noticed that I had nothing on except for the thin bedsheet cover. My eyes spied my clothes, folded neatly on top of the dresser. Then, without moving a muscle, Z stood beside my bed her blackish-brown long hair gleaming under the moonlight. Her full, round breasts strained against the silk straps as she leaned down, her eyes dancing with laughter. This has to be a dream, I muttered and jerked with surprise when Z nodded slowly as she sat beside me. You've wanted to have your way with me, Keegan. Z whispered softly. For so long. I am gifted, you know. I can smell your heat for me. She inclined her head. And I'm here to oblige. You know what I can do with my hands. Wait till you see what I can do with my tongue. What she said didn't make much sense, but I felt my cock harden at her soft words, her husky voice. My heart started to race as I watched her climb onto the bed, spreading her long legs apart to straddle my thighs. Her glossy hair fell over her small face, shrouding it in shadow, but I still saw her shining eyes. She leaned up, her hot hands moving up my body like a cat's slow, steady steps on a prowl. Oh, little soldier's already locked and loaded. Z murmured as her wet tongue flicked the tip of my hard cock. My body jumped, and I moaned as if my life depended on it. Then, helplessly, I watched as she opened her mouth wide to take all of me, but she started growling. Her lean, tight body snapped up, her eyes full of spitting rage as her hands reached toward the back of her head, at the hand that held her long black hair in an ironclad grip. Get off him, bitch. A voice said flatly, and Z was flung off the bed like a ragdoll. She crashed into the floor with a hard thud but rebounded incredibly fast in a blink of an eye. Crouching on the floor, Z hissed and snarled, sharp white teeth suddenly appearing, her face nothing but black eyes and piercing white fangs. They did nothing for my dick because it deflated faster than a flat tire. Everything happened all at once. A dog burst through the door, gobs of white spittle flying everywhere as it charged at Z, who was still on the floor. She went from snarling to shrieking as she threw her impossibly long white arms across her face as the dog collided with her. 
A flash of white light blinded me, and I jerked away. When I opened my eyes, Z and the dog were gone. The fight happened in a matter of seconds and... Does time even matter in dreams? What the fuck was going on? Being bare-ass like this was for the birds, I thought with exasperation as I jumped out of bed. But as I reached for the clothes on the dresser, I saw that I was already wearing them. Again, what the fuck was going on? I turned as Z strolled into the bedroom. This time she wore her usual attire. Form-fitting jeans, a simple white cotton t-shirt, and her black ankle boots. But her long gorgeous black hair was pure white, flowing around her slim shoulders and down her back like a cascading waterfall. I frowned at her. This is a pretty fucked up dream. I said as Z, or someone who resembled her walked up to me. I gave her a slow once-over, from the top of her snow-white head to her black ankle boots. The sudden quirk of her right eyebrow almost got a laugh out of me. What's with the look, Keegan? She asked, her soft voice slightly irritated. You can't tell friend from foe? My eyes fell to her chest, noticing she no longer had double D breasts. Curious, I reached out to squeeze them, but she sharply slapped my hand away. Maybe a dream, friend, but no touching the tatas unless you wanna kick in a dick. Oh, it was her, all right. And the vibe I was getting from her told me she was the real deal in this freaky dream. What's with the hair? I asked, waving a hand at her head. She sighed heavily as she patted it a bit self-consciously. This was also my first time seeing her self-conscious about anything. But this was a dream, so anything was possible. Don't worry about it, Keegan. She said as she dropped her hand. It's your dream. She shrugged. You can make it whatever color you want, you know. I shook my head. Wouldn't dream of it. Can't believe I'm punning. I waved at my bedroom door. What the hell was all that about? The corner of her mouth curved up. Well, you got that right, at least. It was a succubus. A suck-what bus? Z burst out laughing, her beautiful face glowing gold. It's just a demon that drains energy from young, vibrant men like you. She was wiping her eyes as the laughter subsided. If you want to stop attracting it, you gotta stop sending out that sex vibe, my friend. Jesus, Z, I said as I shook my head. A demon? What the fuck is all this? Dungeons and dragons? A thought suddenly occurred to me. Am I going to remember any of this when I wake up? She shrugged again. Maybe, maybe not. But you know how these things go. So you just happened to be in my dreams because? I prompted. I had been thinking about her since she left town. Because who in their right mind would up and leave town at a moment's notice as she did? Because I know you've been thinking about me. And I know you've been worried. So I'm sorry about that. Her dark eyes held mine. I just wanted to let you know that I'm okay. So when are you coming home? I walked up to her and grabbed her by the hand, pulling her out the door. If this was my dream, then I needed to walk. As we left the bedroom, we emerged onto the white sandy beaches in the Bahamas. We both paused to watch the surf quietly lap up the shore, the golden sun high in the blue sky. Z turned to me. Never figured you to be an island guy. She continued to hold my hand, and that pleased me. In the real world, Z would never have been as free as she was in my dream. Love it when I get the chance, I said as I pulled us to start walking on the wet sand. Are you coming home soon, Z? She shrugged. I got shit to straighten out of my head. I need space right now. She didn't say anything else, and I didn't push. So, all this, I swept my hands up and around. Does this mean we're soulmates? I turned to look at the beautiful woman whose white hair seemed to make her look ethereal, breathtaking. Because this is more than a dream at this point. I'm just a wakey healer, Keegan, not a mystic. Z said simply, her dark eyes glowing with soft, golden light. I'm still trying to figure this shit out. I slowly shook my head at her, responding. I don't know, Z. It sure sounds like you're more a mystic than you think. She rolled her eyes at me in exasperation. What happened to the no-nonsense cop that didn't believe in this stuff? It is a dream, 
I conceded, and this was before a succubus tried to give me a blowjob. She stopped and turned to face me, her beautiful face gleaming gold in the sun. Do yourself a favor and think happy thoughts, Keegan. Protect yourself if that thing comes back by bringing in the light. I don't know what that means, Z. I shook my head, my mouth pursing. Don't have the faintest idea what you're talking about. Think about the things that make you feel good. Like when you hug your mother, or the day you graduated from police academy, or the day you got married. Which ended in a nasty divorce, Z. I reminded her, but she waved it away. Oh, before the nastiness, Keegan. There had to be love somewhere, but the point is to feel it. This high vibe will stop the darkness from coming in. She looked at me steadfastly under my skeptical glare. Remember Aramis, she said as she quoted, Give light, and the darkness will disappear of itself. Then she shrugged as she turned away. Unless you want a monster sucking your dick, then I have nothing else to say. I was beginning to feel my body waking up because Z and the Bahamas' sun were starting to fade. When she turned to look at me, I pulled her into my arms, giving her the tightest bear hug I could. Then, turning my head into her gorgeous white hair, I whispered, If that thing comes back, I'll just think of you, Z. That's when I bolted up in bed, my heart pounding in my chest. And I swear, I felt her arms return my hug. Music credit by Kogan Audio. Sound credit by Zaxblatt.com. Story created, written, and narrated by Z. E. Lian. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please consider supporting us by subscribing on Apple iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. It helps people find us, and it is greatly appreciated. Follow the continuing story of Zen Medicine on Medium.com. Music